This is Dental All-Stars, where we bring you the best in dentistry on marketing, management, and training. Hi, everyone. I'm Alex Nottingham, CEO of All-Star Dental Academy, and welcome to Dental All-Stars. Our topic today is thriving at work, how to engage a disengaged team. And our guest is Robin Reese. Robin is the Director of Hiring and VP of Coaching at All-Star Dental Academy. She is also a certified HR consultant with Ben Erickson and Associates and a guest faculty at the Penke Institute. She's helped hundreds of practices with practice administration, marketing, HR, hiring, and team culture. Robin will be joining us at the All-Star Practice Growth Summit on May 19th and 20th in South Florida to discuss this topic. And in this interview, you're going to learn what thriving at work is all about. What does it mean? Why is it important? How does it affect the ability to thrive in a practice? What can you do about it? Because look, we spend a lot of time in the office and we want to make sure that it's productive. It brings joy for ourselves and our team. And that's very, very important. And lastly, I'm going to give you, I'm going to ask Robin, one thing, one simple thing you can do tomorrow, you can put into practice tomorrow to make a big difference in thriving in your dental practice. I trust you will enjoy this podcast. Join us for a special live training event, the All-Star Practice Growth Summit. Over two action-packed days, May 19th and 20th, 2023, at the beautiful private hotel and beach club Lagomar in sunny South Florida. We will be covering a variety of powerful practice management skills with a special emphasis on case presentation, marketing, and persuasion. To learn more, go to allstardentalacademy.com. Please welcome Robin Reese. Hi, Alex. Great to be hello, here. Hello. Hello. Good. Good to have you. Good <laughs> to have you. All right. And let's get right into the questions. Great. Okay. Let's start with the simplest question, which is, what does thriving at work really mean? That's such a great question. I know you and I have talked about this a lot. Um, lots of things to do with hiring and practices growing and f- trying to find team members. But truly, when we think about what does the term itself thrive define as, it's defined as you know a steady progress of growing, uh, flourishing, prospering, growing. When you think of something like a plant, you know, thriving, it's got sun and food and nourishment. That's exactly what we humans need in our work environment. So thriving at work really means having the ability to really enjoy the people we work with, enjoy the work that we're doing, have opportunities for growth and learning, and being energized and motivated by the actual meaningful work that we do. Totally makes sense. Totally makes sense. And that's not often the case in dental offices or work in general. True. True. And it's also, you know, thriving at work also means having your own sense of well-being as Mm. well. And I I know that that's that's a uh, missing piece right now in a lot of practices. Thriving at work. Why is this important for the dental team? to thrive and for the dentist, because 
Now, of course, you and I are very optimistic and we believe that work is something that should bring us joy. And if it's not bring us if it's not bring us joy, then it's not working. It's not right. Right. But that's not always the case. Many feel this is a job. You know, I go clock in, clock out. And a lot of dentists complain. I wish the team took they were stakeholders and they took it like it was their own business versus just I, I gotta go. Yes, we so, hear that a lot of times, don't we? You know, I just yeah. wish my team would take ownership. Exactly. Well, and you're you're talking about a whole new level of of objective in the workplace. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and you know, why do doctors want um, teams to thrive? Why do they want them to take ownership? Well. Really, you know, when you work in an environment that you're energized with and are motivated by, um, you tend to have less stress, right? You don't burn out. Uh, the, you you have better job satisfaction, and of course, there are tons of research and studies out there that really demonstrate and prove this. Um, and you know, who doesn't want to have a happy, fun, motivating job where you're less stressed and you have happy employees. I mean, ask any dentist. That's exactly what's on their number one list of what they want is they want a happy team. They want an engaged team. They want people to take ownership and initiative. Um, and when you think about those terms, if you're listening right now and you don't have that in your environment, then what I would encourage you to do is, if you're a team member, talk to your doctor about how can you influence change? If something's not working, how can you influence change? And, and there, it's so important for leaders and managers to be really aware of the, the team that they have in front of them. And if they aren't engaged, if there seems to be a lack of motivation, stop and ask the question. And this speaks to a work-life balance because often- Absolutely, one, it speaks to a work-life right, balance. Traditional, the traditional way of work is I have work, I have family, and you know, one sucks, one's, well, <laughs> sucks less. Right. But in general, the idea, again, being optimistic as we are and from a lot of the research, the goal is to, since we spend most of our day at work for many years- why not make it fun? Why not make it uh, enjoyable, part of that work-life balance, part of, gosh, now I'm getting psychological self-actualization okay. and spiritual or personal growth uh, as a part of that. So, so speak to me about that, yeah. what you found. It was funny, Alex, as I know you and I have had numerous conversations about, you know, those self-affirmations and the mantras that we have and the meditation mm -hmm. that we do. And there is such great value in that. And I know some some people might be thinking, well, that's kind of voodoo, voodoo, whatever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but we know that it's tr true because, again, right. research, psychology, all of it knows that it really starts with us, right? It starts within us. And we have to have that that great sense of well-being and understanding I'm I'm deserving of a good job. I'm deserving of a good wage. Yes. And I'm deserving of success and happiness. Um, of course, the state of hiring and dentistry right now, as we uh, all well know, uh, is a is the Wild West. Some parts of the country are doing really, really well with with talent. Other companies or other parts of the country, it is a uh, desert. And so we've heard this term too in in the HR world and in a lot of articles about the quote quiet quitting 
which really mm-hmm. is is talking about there are teams that are skeleton crews, positions aren't being filled, so people are being burdened with more and more and more responsibility. And because the uh, practice business is already strapped financially, you know, a lot more money isn't coming that way either. And so it's leading to burnout. And, and the quiet quitting is people staying, but just not going the extra mile anymore. They're doing the bare minimum. And truly, it's survival mode. And I think there's a lot of people that can relate to what survival mode is all about. It's doing the absolute bare minimum just to get by. And, you know, we want to help teams get beyond beyond that. They have to work through it. That's part of the adversity and and being able to to thrive or get to the other side where you thrive, where you are energized and motivated. And it is getting through that tough time together. And how teams are adapting to that is they are looking for ways to increase morale, cross-training, learning a new skill. That again leads to the, the well-being of if leaders and That's managers so are willing to empower their team by giving them new assignments and new learning and cross-training through different divisions, uh, digital scanning or photography, or learning how to bill, or learning how to make appointments, or absolutely, you know, s- something as simple as, hey, I'd like to learn how to schedule better. Um, it's really leading to, to, to teams that are, are in being more engaged. And when Absolutely. Gallup just came out with a report that says pretty much three quarters of the workforce are disengaged, <laughs> that that's, that's a problem. That's a problem that we need to pay attention to. And s- the solutions can be so, so simple. Yeah. I'm thinking about whenever this is also goes to happiness studies that, when you're learning a new skill, it helps with happiness. And we talked about before, right? Voodoo, whatever. At what we look at as what does the science say? What do the numbers say? And when, for example, like you said, if we invest in our team, we know dentists invest in themselves, typically, especially CE, not as much practice management, but many are. And then it's, can we bring our team into these business skills and even going deeper part of business overlay is the soft skills, the emotional intelligence. And what we find is when they learn a new skill, they feel, and this is very important in terms of on your department of hiring and retention, when they feel more competent, they will perform better. They will want to stay. They'll be less disengaged. They'll be more engaged and the doctor will be grateful to have that team member. So we we have to make those investments in our team and lead. This is leadership because, you know, it's interesting. I think about my son. When I tell him what to do, it's funny. This is a little joke and I'll probably say it again in future podcasts. My father always said to me, because I was a pain in the, you know what? Uh, you he said, I know. hope you get a boy. <laughs> he said, I hope you get a child just like you, right? I, I've softened over the years. And sure enough, I did. And I love it because I know exactly how he, how he thinks and I know how to manipulate. You can't go to him and say, do this. You have to manipulate his environment, okay? And then, ooh, isn't this fun, right? And so th- this is the same idea with the team. We have to create an environment for them, not tell them what to do, not say like, so I'll give an example. Online training, one of the things that we do, or coaching or events or whatever that might be, we say, you're going to do this, or you have to get better. They're going to be like, oh, or no. 
But if we do it like a, like a child, we create the environment. It's going to be fun. They start saying, wow, this is amazing. This doctor is thinking about me. I feel more confident in what I'm doing. Because again, dentists that are listening, you train a lot. It's second nature to learn new skills. A, a lot of team members may be afraid of it because they're afraid of failure. But once they get a taste of that success and that encouragement, they want more of it. Like even my son, oh, I got an A, I want to do it again. So it's the same idea, but some, so you have to kind of moderate that. And that's part of leadership and being aware and back to the subject of engagement. Right. It's not like, Hey, do it's, it's a whole holistic approach, uh, and, and following through. So you hit the nail on the head, Robin. Absolutely. Absolutely, with your research. And Alex, again, with the practices that we work with, they they know patients aren't number one. It's counterintuitive, right? But they know that sure. their team members are n- number one. And if they take yes. really good care of their team members, the team members will take great care of the patients. And and, and it makes sense. It totally like, does like, make sense. Like, I know you're, you're a mom. And it's like, if mom isn't good, the children aren't good. So you sound like, oh, well, the team is number one. That's so mean. The patients are number one. The team, the patients will not be taking care of, uh, the, the, the team will not take care of patients if they're not okay. Right. So we have to get okay first for the patients to be okay, if that makes sense. Absolutely. And that and, goes back to the our, thriving about giving team members absolutely. opportunities mm-hmm. for growth. Uh, for fulfillment, you know, for finding things that really do bring joy and happiness to their work. Um, Flexibility, autonomy, a lot of that goes hand in hand. Um, You know, you talk about directing Zachary and, you know, uh, telling him what to do and and that doesn't go well. As adults, same thing, right? Uh, It's really inviting team members to learn. It's really encouraging them to want to learn and that is through a very more creative approach than that authoritarian, you have to do this. Uh, and as my daughter and, and always we're, repeated we're, to me was, well, you're not the boss of me. <laughs> uh-huh. we're, we're, we're all kids yes. when you go down to it. Yes. We're just, yes. it's younger kids, older kids, or more seasoned kids. We're all kids. We all have a little kid inside. And we, we got to be mindful of that, right? Indeed. Heather gets, Heather gets, sometimes she's like, She'll like get upset and she's like, oh, hurt my feelings or whatever. It's like, but you look like such a tough guy, you know, but yeah, I'm still a little kid inside. I may look like a, but inside we're little kids. Now, building on this, the office environment and your coworkers, how does the office environment and your coworkers affect your ability to thrive? Tell me about that. Well, you know, and you did speak a little bit about it, but kind of build on a little bit. More. Yeah, great question, and that really is at the heart of practices that thrive and those that don't. And again, going back to what Gallup and other research, Forbes articles, uh, business articles come out about the state of disengagement with team members, is the environment is is huge in helping develop thriving cultures within the practice. And those leaders and managers that get it, here's what they're doing. They're having, instead of exit interviews when people resign, they're having stay interviews. Uh, That's what they're called in the HR world, where they're having regular check-in conversations, not about work performance, not about, you know, a project or a mistake you made. It is, hey, Alex, 
let's just spend 10 minutes. What's going on in your world? How can I best support you? What else can you, you know, think of that you need from work that maybe you're not getting? It is just, I am connecting with you as a human and I want to know how can I make your job better? Uh, just had a call with one of my uh, hiring specialists just checking in. Hey, how's it going? You mentioned on our last call, you were super busy. Can I support you? What's happening in your world? How is work affecting your personal life? And just having those great conversations, I'm learning more and more about each one of the the people I work with, and we don't even get to work in an office together. So the beauty of, you know, working inside an office is you see these people every day. And so you really know, but it's part of that that stay interview, finding out how can we create a more thriving culture to to keep our team members happy. Lots of conversations that we have with applicants who are looking to make a change is they don't feel appreciated. They're getting burned out. They're asking to um, to do more things and just not getting the recognition and appreciation. And as we've always talked about, thank you goes a very long way. Other practices are are learning to do team building activities um, outside the practice, but also inside. Learning together is another great way for people to come together and and get to know one another. Those teams that learn together, grow together. And and I can can build on that. That'll be a good time because I had a question later to ask about is our practice growth summit is May 19th and 20th. Correct. and it's going to be in beautiful Lago Mar in South Florida. And last year you led, you were part of the the core as you always are, and, and, and you'll be here as well, building on this subject of mm-hmm. thriving in the workplace. One of the things that I really was special and certainly people were like mesmerized about your hiring protocol, and we'll talk about that in a moment. It was also fun the games that you you come up with. Like the la- can I mention sure. the last game because you're not going to do the same one again, yeah. but you had us put these these plates in the back on our back and people would write nice things about you. And at the end you would read them. It was it was so beautiful and these were not even just your office, it was other offices and and you know th- these are and people remember these things. And and I remember again, we had great reviews we every year and it speaks to that that the team is just so appreciative and they they they're looking to go back and they're learning and they're having fun and i think it's part of that is is so you were mentioning about again investing in a team creating those team building outside the office why is is that important because again as a dentist there it's, it's there's time and money and to do these things why why do this what does it do for an office you know, again, if, if I'm listening or considering something like this with my team. I think the question is more, why not? Mm. Why aren't you investing in your team? Why aren't you creating opportunities for people to learn and grow? Um, you know, it's not a judgment. It's just a, que- a question, a curiosity, 
Because again, we get to see a lot of those practices that are doing the right things. They're creating the the culture. One of our um, all-star members uh, says point blank, you have to be an A to stay. And that really sets the expectation for team members that he's not going to tolerate, you know, less than, and everybody on his team is 100% committed, engaged, and wanting to take the practice forward. And so that's, again, why leaders and managers really have to pay attention to who they're, they're onboarding and who is on their team. Those pra- practices that have long-term team members, 20, 30, 40 years, it's still takes time and still takes intention to ask the question, how are you doing? How can I support you? Um, what would you like to learn? How, and how can I make that happen for you? So it's again, recognizing people as people <laughs> and that they have lives right. outside of the practice, but when they're in the practice, making sure that they have an environment where they are motivated, they are energized, they have the flexibility, the autonomy and opportunities again for growth. Yeah. And I think about dentists as leaders and I think there's like two parts of this, right? So as you say, you have to be an A to stay. That's the second part of it. Meaning as a leader, you have to make those investments in the team. And it's not just financial because it's also, remember, it's doctor time because that's production time lost. If we're going to train either online training or going to an event, it's doctor, not my comfort zone because I just want to be doing dentistry but it's important. And before we can elicit or put forward a demand on our team, we have to be very clear as as ourselves as leaders and cultivate that and say, I did my part. I invested in my team. I motivated my team. And And I put great people like yourself and others around them. That's very, very important. And I notice with hiring, especially Because I used to be all about, okay, so we we launched All-Star. It was just online training and some coaching. Now we've gone on with mastermind events, hiring. But I find that with hiring especially or a commitment to retention, that these live events are the ability to connect to, it's a warm human being. You know, AI hasn't totally taken us over just yet. So while we're still warm-blooded mammals, we like to be with each other, relate, and it's not just like social to be social. It's social with an intention. And again, we have the rational mind. I'm going to talk about that at the at the summit. The rational mind. Then you combine this with the emotional mind, which is even more powerful, right? Because so the rational mind is kind of like online training. Very important. That's our flagship product. You do it 20 minutes every week. Now you combine that with, let's say, a coaching experience and or a live event experience, and now you add that emotional element and it becomes even stronger. Okay, and there's a third element I'll reveal at the event. I'm not gonna say it now, I won't give it away. And and that creates something lasting. And and the team, you think about examples, sports teams or military units, they become brothers and sisters when they rally behind a purpose. And that's what this is all about. That's what we're, we're looking to create for people. And you're so magical and brilliant, Robin, in creating those situations. I don't know how you think about these things. And people are like, wow, so much fun, right? And we're learning and having fun. So uh, that's my point. And then once that's created, A, it's a great way of seeing, do they belong on our team? Are they A, will they stay? So we've done our, our work and 
we can then say they're not cutting it, then we let them go. Remember, because A, dentists don't like to hire and fire anyway, and it's not the best environment of hiring, we better make those investments because this is something every time we talk about hiring, Robin, we have to bring up. If we have to replace somebody, what is the cost of that? That's the downside, right? That's the downside of, of, of hiring, recruitment, team building. Um, and just to dial back a it. little bit further, um, mm-hmm. it really is about having that vision, that vision yes. of what do you want to do for your business, for your patients, for your team. And if continuing education or growth opportunities is not part of that vision, then Ugh. doctor, you're going to get what you get. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, spending time. It's going to be harder in the right, long run. Right. And, and like you said. It's like uh, uh, Tim Twiggo has told me, you don't want to step, and that's from Ben Erickson, right. don't step up over dollars to get pennies. Right. Make those investments now right. because it's going to be a lot more painful later if you don't. Right. Um, and another thing that Tim also uh, mentions is if you think good employees are expensive, try bad employees. Right? Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> so, so it goes back to the very, very beginning of when doctors created their practices. You know, what is the vision that they had? Is it something that they wanted to surround themselves with people who were smarter, more talented than they are? And as you know, the pieces and parts are, are, are together, create a, a greater whole. So, going back to the elements, why it's important. And why should practices care about thriving at work? It really does go to culture, vision, people on your team, and team members supporting one another. The the part about those live events, we've heard all kinds of things about Zoom fatigue. And if I have to have one more Zoom meeting or w- one more Zoom interview, you know, I'm just going to go jump off a bridge or something. You know, it is something that people just are so fatigued with. And the idea of creating these events for people who are like-minded that want to surround themselves with people to learn. Cause again, not it's, it's the learning yes, happens at the front of the room and also sitting side by side with somebody new and outside the, the lecture room and the participation events and the ex fun exercises. It's just those connection with people having those conversations and people saying, yeah, I've been there. Here's what I've done. Here's what I've done. Here's what I've learned. Um, here are the mistakes I made. So avoid them. <laughs> so so all of that really comes together in creating opportunities for people to feel a part of something bigger than themselves. That's wonderful. I have two last questions yeah. for you, and we'll wrap it up. One is the hiring service. What is it? Because I know it's a big question for people. What does All Star Hiring do? And then I'll. I'll have our final cool question before we end. Awesome. Uh, So all-star hiring is really about uh, becoming an extension of the practice that we work with. We create um, job postings. We do all of the time-consuming pieces that practices just don't have the time or the brain power to do because they're short-staffed and they're doing multiple things. So we take, we give them back the gift of time. And so we do all the screenings. We create the ad. We post it. We review the resumes. We do phone screening, Zoom interviews, and get 
talented, qualified applicants in front of the doctor as soon as possible. We also help with the offer letters and background checks and employment references, all the steps that doctors, like you said, not only do and they not like profiles. You know, hiring or, or, or training, mm-hmm. you know, they don't like doing the due diligence and that's right. what we do. And truly we live by slow to hire, quick to fire. We want to do our homework. We want to make sure that any new team member coming on board is a good fit for the practice. And that's what All-Star Hiring we, does. We, we kind of put it together in a nice uh, little package, and we help give the gift of time back to practices and let us do that heavy lifting for them. I, I saw an email where one of our doctors was asking about the personality profiling. It's very in-depth what you do. Oh, yeah. I, I know you made it You made it into a small package, but it's a big package in terms of value because I remember at, you explained it to, at the live event and others, and it's a, a majestic process. And everyone's like, ah, taking notes. It's, it's fantastic. But it's like, wait, let them do it. They're amazing <laughs> at it. So it, it, it's a great It it's is. Great and you know, it's not rocket science. It's not like we have any, you know, special, you know, secret sauce or anything. Except for the fact that our hiring specialist team, um, what I think is the the magic behind the curtain, they all have incredible years of experience in the dental industry, um, clinical experience, administrative experience. We all have lived a life in dentistry. And I think that's what makes us special. That's what separates us from, you know, some other recruiter, uh, some other online job board that might offer some services. We truly the doctor become a member of the team <laughs> to help add uh, members to your team. Yeah. the Well, you can say the same thing, that we have a lot of dentists out there. It doesn't mean they're all the same. Correct. And yes, it's not rocket science, but we're really good at we're it. We're really okay? good at it. And and we, we hire all in, in the United States. And we also have, uh, and we do do Canada, it's not as popular. And we also have, uh, now we have a, a connection for associate hiring as well. So we do across the board, either through us or through our affiliates. We can definitely help you with that. Last question, Robin. Uh, oh, and by the way, if you want to find more about that, just reach out to anything at All Star Dental Academy. It's Robin at All Star Dental Academy or Heather at All Star Dental Academy, and we'll be able to help you with hiring. And it's Robin with Last a Y. Question. Robin with a Y, R-O-B-Y-N. Okay. <laughs> and one thing before you, you go have, on, before you ask uh-huh. me your special question, um, yes. I just have to share the story that a new client that just signed up for All-Star Hiring Services had sent me and the hiring specialist um, a comment that he's like, you know, I'm so thankful you guys are doing this. I've been doing this uh, for a while and uh, I'm terrible at it. And so my response to him was like, I am so good because that's the, I'm so good that you are great that you said that because I am terrible at dentistry. So we are both doing the things that we do best. <laughs> so that was, that was a, a, a fun thing. So go ahead, ask me your question. If there's one thing I would have to put into play, I can put into play tomorrow in my practice that will make a difference in helping to become more engaged in the workplace, what would that be? Great question. And I would say it's probably multi-layered in my answer. And that is, if you're a team member and you're listening and you're not feeling like you're thriving, reach out uh, to your manager or to your doctor and just ask to check in um, and come up with, with a plan of what would make you thrive, what would keep you motivated, energized, engaged, what new learning would you like to do? And if you're a leader or a manager and you're listening, 
I would tell you the same thing. Walk in tomorrow and start checking in with each one of your team members. Not about work, not about the job, just, hey, how's it going? Are you getting ready for Valentine's Day? Are you getting ready for the weekend? Just good, meaningful conversation. That would be my one thing. Awesome, Robin. Well, I really appreciate you being on the show. Thanks for and having for me. for those listening, subscribe, follow, whether it's you're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Click all the buttons that are good. Likes, subscribes, follows, do it all. And until we meet again, go out there and be an all-star. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Dental All-Stars. Visit us online at allstardentalacademy.com.